You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again from OptionAlpha.com, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you guys make smarter trades. So thanks so much for tuning in today. On today's show, we're going to talk mindset, deadlines, and goals, right? Like something we haven't actually talked about in a little bit. And I think it's important to get back to this, right? Because I think this mindset aspect and really kind of leading you in the right direction as far as setting deadlines for your education and growing and expanding your knowledge is really important. And hopefully, what we've been doing on this podcast is just doing a lot of case studies, a lot of show and tell on things that we're you know finding out not only in our own trading but also in our back testing research. But I do want to take a step back at least for this week and really you know kind of go through some of the things that you should be doing to set yourself up for success next year. Now this is not going to be like a regular like goal setting for 2017 you know type podcast. I really want to go through one aspect of this that I think would help you because it recently really really helped me help me out in some of the projects that I was doing. Now I've known for a long time. And so I will definitely say like, I'm definitely a proponent of this, you know, the procrastination thing is something that I am really good at procrastinating on a lot of things that I should be doing. I've got a laundry list of things that I want to do. And I just, you know, haven't seemed to really get into sometimes the motivation or to the rhythm or cycle of getting things done like I should. And so this one thing actually really, really helped me out. It was a major shift. If you do it right, it's a major shift in how you can accomplish more things a little bit faster. And so specifically what I want to talk about today is obviously setting goals for our options trading education. Now, in this case, my own struggle with deadlines and goals was in using them recently for our own website changes that we were making here at Option Alpha. Now, about a month ago, we went through some major changes. Now, you guys might not have noticed them, hopefully, because we want them to be intuitive and not like, you know, major like changes to our design and whatever, but we went through some major changes as far as website navigation, flow, pages, coding to make the website, you know, a thousand times more mobile responsive, faster servers. Like, so like, again, a whole new update to the website, which we literally had to do six months ago, but now we've kind of, you know, reached that limit as far as traffic and user engagement, et cetera. And so now we had to upgrade everything again. And so we went through this and there were just so many things to do. I mean, like it, it was just overwhelming how many things there were to do. I mean, I had to do, we had to schedule out SEO changes, layout improvements on the website, which is, you know, changing how the videos look and who they're, you know, accessible to, et cetera, and website navigation changes for hundreds of pages. So it's all congruent and uniform and mobile responsiveness versus not. I mean, like you guys can get it, right? And hopefully you can relate to this in the world of options trading, right? There's so many things to do. There's, you know, entry and exit and adjustments and, you know, managing the portfolio and beta waiting. Like, and so I'm trying to make this as relatable as I can, because I literally, Really went through this myself. And so what I ended up doing though, is I ended up breaking things down into phases or little short sprints of time with hard set big deadlines. And so that's what we're going to talk about here today, because it really helped me. I separate everything out. I said, okay, you know, like I literally was on like the kitchen table with my wife, like writing things out on note cards and whatever. And however you do it is how you do it. That's how I did it. And I said, you know, it's got to be in four phases, right? So we got to have like phase one is this phase two is this phase three is this phase four is this. And we set one week deadlines for everything. 
something, which is incredibly fast in the world of, you know, online, you know, website properties and, you know, working with coders and, you know, developers, et cetera, incredibly fast. But setting those hard deadlines and those phases really, really helped me out because we got everything done. And so now we're really, really set up to add the next step to our like progress and plan for the website. And that is adding our software and our back testing research and all of this stuff to the website over the coming weeks. So again, it really helped me out. And I was definitely in that struggle period that you may be in just trying to figure out some direction. Before we get into kind of how we set up this framework, I want to talk about one second, the number one excuse that I see people have all the time, and it really drives me crazy. So I'm going to rant for a second. I'm going to jump on my soapbox here and talk about this. And this is the excuse of, I don't have enough time. I think it's total BS. And I talk about it and I call out people all the time saying that they don't have enough time, myself included, because I think that we all have enough time if we prioritize what's important to us right now. So like I always get people who email me or when I talk to pro or elite members on the phone, they'll say, how do you do everything? Like, how do you do the website and the family and this and that? And because I prioritize the things that are important to me, and that are important to my goals by the end of the year or the quarter or the month or whatever. And so I think that the don't have enough time thing is complete bogus, you know, nonsense and BS. I think that you've got plenty of time. I think if this is really something you want to do, if you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee it's something you want to do, then you need to cut everything else out that is not important. So for example, cut the social media out, cut the, you know, the Game of Thrones, you know, watching movies and TV at night, right? Like cut the news out in the morning, like get up 10 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, make this a priority in your life. And I truly believe in this case with options trading, it will change the direction and financial future for you and your family if you make it a priority and focus. But if you don't, I don't, it's not going to change my direction, my financial future. It's all on you. And like, I'm not belittling anyone. I'm not talking down to anyone. I definitely go through my own, you know, periods where I wander off and I don't get on the right path. But generally I'm pretty regimented in focusing my time on the things that are really, really important and getting through those. And so what we're going to talk about today, help me get through this. So I think that if you have the excuse of, I don't have enough time, I think it's bogus. I think you have time. You just got to find the right time and make it a priority. All right, so here's what we're going to do. As far as setting goals and trading deadlines for your options education, I think the number one thing that you have to do is you have to have a big deadline, not some little deadline that's kind of movie and pushy in the sand, right? You can move that deadline out to the next week or you can push it back a couple hours. No, I'm talking a big, big deadline. And two really quick examples that you can use of this is probably when you're at work, right before you go on vacation, you magically become pretty active and pretty efficient in getting stuff done right? Because you've got this hard deadline, like you're leaving on vacation and you have to get stuff in order before you leave on vacation. That's the type of deadline that you need to set for yourself when it comes to trading education or your goals or whatever the case is, right? The other example is, and I'll use this because I'm a parent and have two kids, like When the babies do, the babies do, right? Like the due date of the baby is not really up for negotiation. The baby's coming in nine months. And so you've got time to get your house set up, right? Get the crib, get all the stuff set up, you know, get the diapers in place, the nursery set up. Like it is a hard deadline. And so when I talk about deadlines in the context of today's podcast, I'm talking about hard, hard, hard deadlines. Now, this is the shift that I made where I used to have deadlines, which was good, but they weren't big, hard 
deadlines in the sand. Like you can't move this. It is the deadline. If we are past it, whatever gets done, gets done. That's the type of deadlines that I have now and that my team has when it comes to new changes that we're rolling out. So that's something that you have to have. Number one, you've got to have big deadlines. And the reason is because it forces us to focus on the most critical or most important aspects. In fact, just recently when we were going through all these like layout navigation changes and improvements to the website, I mean, we even took stuff off the table that, you know, was like, that's not critical right now. We can do that next year. Or that's not important right now to like get us to where we need to be as far as, you know, releasing these updates. So we made those changes and we took out the non-critical, non-important aspects and kind of pushed them off because they're not urgent at this moment. Now, not only do you need to create a deadline, but I want you to create a deadline in your head. And so I want you to actually do this right now as we're on the podcast. This is kind of like a, I'm trying to be a little bit engaging here, like on the podcast as you're listening to this. So create a deadline in your head for something that you need to do as far as education and trading, or maybe it's open up a brokerage account or research this, right? Like, you know, I need to find out, you know, how to make an adjustment to an iron condor trade, or I need to find out how to do an earnings trade. So in your head right now, I want you to make a deadline. So I'll give you like three seconds to make that deadline right in your head. So one, two, three. Now, whatever that deadline is, I want you to take whatever time period you just gave yourself. So say it was like by the end of Friday or by the end of next week, and I want you to cut it in half. You're right. I said cut it in half. And some of you might be crazy right now. You're like, what do you, I gave myself till the end of the night. Now I got to do it by this afternoon. Great. Okay. Cut that deadline in half because again, when you make it hard, it doesn't mean that's impossible. It just means that you got to get to work right now. And what it forces you to do is have a little bit of anxiety, have a little bit of this fire that's lit beneath your butt to really get into action right now. Because the reality is, is that what derails us from getting to where we need to go, not only in goals and setting deadlines and education, is just the aspect of starting. And so when you cut that deadline in half, not only do you start faster, but you end up actually finishing much sooner than you thought you would. Now, in my example, kind of like with my own struggle in this, right? We set a deadline of originally our deadline was like two months and then we said deadline okay everything has to be done in a month and then we broke those down by weekly phases and we said okay if everything's got to be done in a month we got to have this phase done by the end of the week right and so like i you know went to our developers and our team and i said look we got to make these changes this week like right now like today right i sent out an email and i was like today we have to make these changes right good bad or indifferent and so again it forces the activity to start right away and that's really really important again not that's not you know impossible to do it's definitely possible and realistic but you got to put in the work the third thing that you have to do is you have to focus on themes or categories or phases. And this was something that I put my own twist to, right? So like in this case, I thought, you know, it's not enough to say one month because one month is so far out. Like when we were doing our stuff, I said, you know, one month is so far out. And probably many of you today on the show might've said to yourself, you know, I've got to make, you know, some changes and I want to do some things. I have some goals I want to set, but it's a month out, but that's too far. We've got to focus on little subset themes, phases, sprints, whatever you want to call them, that work towards that big ending goal or big, you know, ending whatever you have is like your target that you're shooting for. And so I think you should really focus on in the world of options trading themes, right? Because you're not going to learn everything at one time. There's, I mean, even though we have our tracks and people go through our tracks, it's a step-by-step process. There's still little innuendos that you pick up all the time by listening to other content or watching videos or reading stuff. I mean, you always pick up something. So I say focus on themes or categories of learning for each particular week. So today, this week might be earnings trades for you, right? Like you want to learn 
learn more about earnings trades? Great. Focus all of your attention. Search the website at Option Alpha and focus all of your attention on everything that we have on earnings trades. And what's great is that with our software that has search capability, it searches not only the videos, but the transcripts, the podcasts, the live trading videos. So if you type in earnings trades, it will give you every possible way you can learn about earnings trades for that week, right? And just make a list and start going through some of the education and training. Another thing is, let's say next week is going to be iron condors. So you learn about earnings trades. Now you're going to focus on iron condors. Now, again, this is where they kind of cross pollinate a little bit, where you're not necessarily going to have the ability to learn everything right in a row and not have the ability to grow and understanding later on. Because once you start learning about iron condors, a video might pop up about how to trade iron condors during an earnings event right? Or when you're learning about earnings trades, you might see a video about the strategies you can use to make an earnings trade, which includes an iron condor, but you're really just still focusing on that theme for the week, which is iron condors, or maybe adjustments or expiration. So whatever it is, script it out now so that you know what you're doing. So you don't just like laissez-faire go in here and like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to search around and surf the internet and see what I'm doing. I get so many emails from people that, you know, they get in there and like, Kirk, I don't even know where to start. I'm like, well, what do you have trouble with? I have trouble with adjustments. Great. Start there right? Like start with adjustments or, you know, I don't understand expiration. Great. Start with expiration. Learn more about options, expiration, assignment, what that process is, how it works. I think that that's really, really important. Now, the last aspect of this and the importance of setting deadlines is that you have to be accountable to somebody or someone. This is so, so critically important because if you're accountable to yourself, we will definitely put ourselves on the back burner and we'll lie to ourselves and say, ah, oh, I didn't have, you know, like this was the reason I couldn't do it. I had to do this with the family or I had to do this at work or I, you know, a storm came or a million different reasons. It was the holiday season, you know, like whatever the reason, there's always a reason that you'll lie to yourself is why you weren't accountable in doing something. That's why the best people in the world have coaches. That's why I have you guys to keep me accountable because without you, I might not be doing all the things I'm doing in options trading. That's why I post my trades publicly. That's why I send out my alerts because it keeps me accountable. You are my accountability partner or partners because there's a couple hundred thousand of you guys. And so that's what keeps me accountable. But if you don't have that, you've got to find somebody to do it. I would say if you can post it publicly on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or something, you don't have to post all the details, but post it publicly and say, hey, everyone, I need your help. I have a big goal this week and my goal is to you know, get really good at X or to finish my options trading project or whatever the case is and say, hey, friends, if you could help me out, check in with me every now and again to make sure I'm on track, right? Like post it publicly so that you have some accountability to the world to get this thing done. And you'd be surprised how quickly you can learn a concept or strategy or technique or go through some research or hit some goal when you have public accountability. You could also tell your spouse, a friend, a coworker, but listen, it's got to be somebody who's going to be holding you accountable. You can't tell somebody and say, okay, I told them and it's done. No, you're telling them and saying, hey, check in with me on X date or two days before X date and make sure that I'm on track, right? I need you to be accountable for me, right? And people love that, by the way, like people love doing that. Like my spouse, like my wife, she's great about that. I tell her all the time, like all the goals I have and she'll remind me, you know, as we're sitting down for breakfast in the morning or dinner in the evening and she'll say, hey, how have you been doing on X? right? Like, or have you done this? Right. And I'll say, ah, you know, I haven't, but I'm gonna start tonight or I haven't, but I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Or yeah, I've been doing it, but I need to, you know, keep going or whatever the case is. 
And then finally, you've got to have a goal that has a carrot or a reward. And this is really big. And this is something I'm not good at. I totally get this. And I'm definitely like still working on this. I'm the type of person where I need to have a project at all times. That actually fulfills my need for what I like, whatever need I have, whatever. I don't even know what that's called. If somebody leaves a comment in the comment section on the, on the blog post, I don't know what that need is, but like, I have to have something I'm working on and then I'm satisfied. So for me, that's why I love trading in the markets because I'm always improving it. It's never an end result. I can always do better. I can always improve. I can always grow my account balance or whatever. And so in the world of our website at Option Alpha and even my education, it's not sufficient enough for me to hit a goal because as soon as I hit a goal, I'm right past it. Like I'm to the next goal. If I hit a goal, then I don't even worry about that anymore. I'm to the next goal. Like, okay, what's the next goal? You have to take time to sit back and reflect and reward yourself because psychologically it reinforces the actions that you took to get to that point. And this is really important. So if you have a goal, let's say of this week to learn everything you can about trade adjustments, right? And to make a trade adjustment in your portfolio. Great. Now at the end of this week, go out with your spouse, have a nice dinner, have a beer, have a drink, like cheers to something that have some sort of small reward that reinforces that aspect to you. Now don't go crazy, right? Like I'm not saying go out, buy a car. I'm not saying take a vacation, like none of that. I'm saying like have something small that you just reflect for a little bit of time on where you were and how you got there. Because again, psychologically it reinforces that whole process that you just went through. So hopefully this is really helpful for you guys. I know this is, you know, basically like the last week of the year and I'm really excited for 2017. Again, I didn't want this to be, you know, much of like a, you know, big rah-rah goal setting thing, but I think these changes that I've made in some of the ways that I've been setting deadlines and making goals for myself have really helped and I wanted to give you guys some of this insight because I think it could really help you as far as options education. I know there's a lot out there. I know there's so much information to digest. I get it. We put a lot of stuff out there. We've got hundreds of videos and hundreds of podcasts podcast, audio, you know, transcribes and blog posts. I mean, like we've got everything out there. I know there's a lot, but if you focus on some of the things that we talked about in this podcast, I guarantee you're going to make much, much, much faster and more positive process and impact in your education and in your future heading into 2017. So again, if you thought this was helpful, please let me know. In fact, share some of your goals on the show notes page at optionalpha.com slash show 76. If you're willing, post some of your goals there and I'll be your accountability partner to keep you accountable and I'll keep checking back in there. So if you want me to be that person, great. Let me know or post on Facebook or YouTube. I'll definitely be that person for you guys. And now our favorite part of the show, Trader Q&A, where we ask a question from one of our current members about options trading. Got a question you'd like to ask Kirk to answer live on the air? Just head on over to optionalpha.com forward slash ask and hit the record button to leave a message. That's optionalpha.com forward slash ask. And now here's today's question. Hey, Kirk, a quick question. I'm a 58-year-old with a nest egg of about $1 million, no longer employable, can't find a job at this point in my life, and was trying to utilize a combination perhaps of options and ETFs to draw somewhere around eight to maybe at the high end 10000 per month. Was wondering if there was a system or some way to actually do that with options. I'm familiar with the option trading. I've been doing it for a little while, but just wanting to sharpen my skills and wanted to get your advice. Thank you. All right. So Terry, thank you so much for submitting the question and being so open with your position and your portfolio. I really appreciate it. And this is really good because we do have a lot of people who are like Terry that are part of our community, which is great. We've got a lot of people who are just starting, but we've got a lot of people who've got nice big portfolio sizes that, you know, just want to generate an income from. So to answer your question as as straight up as I can, I think it's a hundred percent possible to do the eight to ten thousand dollars a month because for your portfolio, that ends up being about nine to ten percent per year in return. And I think that's totally 
realistic. I will often tell people if I talk to them on the phone or someplace else where they email me, and if you would have said, you know, hey, I want to do $30,000 a month, I would have told you that's unrealistic, right? So I think your question is not unrealistic as a basis to start from. So what I think you should be doing specifically though, is I think you should be, because of your portfolio size, really, really focusing on major, major ETFs. So all the big ones like IWM, RUT, SPX, all the big ones, right? Like major ETFs. And you have to be doing things undefined risk. So straddles and strangles are going to be your best friend because you have to scale into a lot of those. And so that's where you have to focus more of your attention. And ultimately, it's going to be a lot easier for you because you'll be getting into a lot bigger positions. They'll be easier to adjust, less commissions, the whole deal. I think if you start with let's say 30 days to 40 days out, 15 delta straddles and strangles, and just use that as your basis for how you do your trading, I think you'll be very, very surprised and hit those return numbers pretty easily over time. So again, it's a long-term game. You got to play the numbers and the probabilities, but I think that that's a totally realistic goal. If you start doing just like a one standard deviations strangle and start doing those across multiple ETFs as much as you possibly can over the next couple of years. So again, thanks so much for sending in that commentary. Really appreciate it. Remember, if you'd like to get your question answered here on the podcast or live on Facebook or Periscope in the future, please head on over to optionalpha.com slash ask. Click the big red button in the middle of the screen and leave me a private voicemail. There's no software to download or install and it's incredibly easy to send in. Now, before we get in the closing bell segment, I want to let you know about our special podcast freebie. It is our totally revamped ultimate option strategy guide. So if you were listening to the show today and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I don't even know where to start with option strategies or how to find a strategy, how to pick a strategy, how to go through that process. Well, we literally wrote the guide on that. It's totally free, goes through the entire thing step-by-step, how you find strategies, how you pick them, and even has a bunch of cheat sheets at the end, little one-page cheat sheets that tell you exactly what the optimal entry point, exit point, strike prices, all of that are for different option strategies. So again, you can get it completely free by going to optionalpha.com slash ebook or by texting in the word strategies. That's just one word, S-T-R. R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S strategies to the short code 44222. So again, you can go to optionalpha.com slash ebook or text in the word strategies to the short code 44222. Now, the closing bell. Find out which stocks we're looking at right now, trades we're making, and hear our game plan moving forward. All right, so in today's closing bell segment, I want to go through a new trade that we're making here in FXY. Now, FXY is the yen ETF for the Japanese yen, and it's been on a huge down move. Definitely something that's moved against one of our original positions in December. This new position was entered into today for the January portfolio. So we're anticipating that after this major, major down move, that FXY is just going to continue to maybe consolidate or trade range bound from here. And again, it's really just nothing more than just a systematic approach to trading. So we lost on our trade in December. That's no big deal. We know we're going to have drawdowns as we talked about in one of the previous podcasts, but we're just going to keep trading and make those trades, keep selling premium so that the numbers work out in our favor long-term. So just to give you guys some context, if you're not watching a chart of FXY, it's gone from a high basically in August of this year of around 97 or so down to around 83 and a half. So a really, really big drop-off. And more specifically, kind of like right after the election happened in November, 
went from around 94 down to around 83. So huge, huge move lower. And so again, we're anticipating that maybe it stays a little bit more range bound over the next you know month and a half. So at the time that we're making this trade, we've got about 42 days to go until January expiration. We are selling the Iron Butterfly and FXY like we've been doing on a lot of things. And that is the at the money straddle and then buying wings further out for really cheap. And again, the reason we're doing it here with FXY is because the margin to hold a strangle in this case or a straddle in this case without the wings and protection is just really high. After the big move that it's had, the margin requirements much, much greater. And we can basically replicate the same type of trades synthetically by doing an iron butterfly. So we're selling the 83 calls and puts that's the at the money strike, actually just a little bit bullish on the trade, just anticipating maybe, I don't know, like a 10 cent rebound. I mean, we have to choose the 83 or the 82. It doesn't really matter. But we're doing the 83 call and put that we're short. So that's our straddle. That's the inside of our iron butterfly. And then we're going out on either end $5 and buying those wings. So the 88 call above the market and the 78 put below the market. Now, overall, that's not costing us too much money. It's about $25 overall to buy those wings. And our net credit that we're taking in is $237. So really, we sacrificed 25 bucks, but we're still taking in $237 on each of these. We're doing a bunch of these iron butterflies in FXY. So for each iron butterfly, we're not sacrificing that much money to create a risk-defined position. And now, in case there's a huge, huge move up or maybe even a continued move lower, we now have defined risk on this strategy very, very small small position for our portfolio. So that's how we're building out this iron butterfly. Again, we'll try to take profits at about 25% of the maximum gain that we have here. So we'll create that automatic closing order, let that work in the market and hopefully be out of this trade in a couple weeks here and be on the right side of this trade as FXY hopefully consolidates after this big move lower. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, so I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to make you a smarter, more profitable trader and investor. As always, you can get additional resources, some links mentioned in the show, and some related video training by going to the show notes page at optionalpha.com, which is show 76. So you just want to go to optionalpha.com slash show 76. That's just number 76. And if you want to see something different in 2017 or some new content 2017, you have new questions, new topic areas that you want us to research, please, please let me know. Shoot me an email through the support center at Option Alpha and let me know what your suggestions are for the podcast. We're just starting to really build out the calendar for next year as far as shows that we're slotting in. And again, your feedback is really where we get a lot of our content and a lot of our ideas for new shows. So if you want to see something new on the podcast or a topic or a case study that we haven't yet covered, please, please let me know. Shoot me an email through the support center at optionalpha.com. Until next time, happy trading.